um, level of expertise within the industry. Capacity, Dave. Capacity was something that was really important and should always be important. What does the cleaning industry really talk about? Beyond Clean with Ace is a podcast to explore just that. Now in its sixth season, Beyond Clean with Ace has hosted hundreds of influencers from around the globe. Listen to people who are excited about providing healthy, positive, and proactive information. Share their experiences, passions, and helpful tips. Now let's join our host, Dave Thompson, Director for the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, as he speaks with yet another leading influencer from our industry. Hello, everyone. This is Dave Thompson. I am your host of this afternoon's podcast or this morning or whenever you happen to be listening to this recording. We don't do these live because everybody's got something to do. So I'm sure you're listening to a recording. You know, we talk a lot on all of our podcasts about cleaning, but today we're talking with Douglas Henley. You know, the thing about it is, is Douglas moved around a little bit. And I got to tell you, when Douglas gets on the air, I want to have him tell you who he is, where he is, and what's on his mind today. Douglas, are you there? I am here. Hello, Dave. Hey, you know what? I always like to hear that sound on the other end of the line instead of static air. <laughs> yeah, I um, enjoy talking to you and I enjoy talking to anybody within our industry um, because information is critical as we go uh, into our uh, campuses, into our portfolios every single day. And so I thrive and have been successful based upon my resources and so you, you, you suggested that I are you, you share that I moved around. Yes, I was the director of facilities uh, for a large magnet school district up in Connecticut for uh, almost 14 years and had the opportunity to leave the cold weather and move down to central Florida. And I jumped at that opportunity and so came down to Florida and was a vice president for um, a, a building service contractor, Owens Realty Services. Uh, where I help that organization uh, build best practices, uh, do some training, um, you know, help with setting up programs uh, for the facilities management operation that they have. And then uh, after about three and a half years, moved on to where I am now, uh, the Country Club of Orlando, where I am the director of facilities for uh, this organization. So um, I continue to have fun. Uh, bring in the best practices and all the resources that I've learned to each organization that, that, that wants to have me. So here I am today talking to you. So you have fun with the challenges of something's broken. We got to fix it and you got to put it in the schedule and we have no money. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the story of our lives. You know, I, 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 it doesn't matter what the budget is. We are still responsible to clean things that are dirty and fix things that are broke. That's what I say. You know, it's a, it's a simple uh, notion um, and then the challenges begin, right? Because, uh, you know, something's always going to be dirty and something's always going to break. Um, and so how do we go about doing that? And, and, and for me, uh, you know, one thing we could talk about today is just leveraging the use of outside vendors. Um, you know, for, for me, in any one of the positions I've held, um, I've always had an opportunity to partner with a vendor that specialized in a particular uh, industry or service. And, um, and when I did so, or what I do so, I understand that the possibility of doing that can uh, weaken uh, the standards of the organization which I work for, right? And so that's something that I always uh, focus on. And sometimes I share it with the vendor that, that I'm hiring you for this particular service, but, but I refuse to allow your 
processes or lack thereof, um, you know, be lower than, than the standards that we strive uh, to, 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 to create and make. And so, um, so by saying it up front, um, I'm saying to the vendor that, that we're going to work together to ensure that you meet or exceed our standards, right? How do we do that? <clears throat> so I came up uh, years ago with the concept of doing a vendor review annually or biannually, depending on the type of work the vendor is doing for the organization. And I remember, Dave, when I first came up with the idea, there were a couple of vendors up in Connecticut that were very nervous about this, right? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I yeah. could I could imagine so. You're trying yeah. to make, I got to verify you before I want to work with you. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, but it was quite fun because because at that particular time, with the idea, there was, there was nothing critical of any vendor that we had. I simply wanted to engage that vendor differently than they had been engaged, right? So quite often, you, you, you hire a vendor for a particular service, you sign a contract, and they go off and they're running. And there's no feedback given to that vendor. And I think that's a mistake. Um, and so, so I thought about the process in which most managers uh, would have, which is a, a review, an employee review, an employee appraisal. Um, why not use that same methodology as it relates to vendors? And so I came up uh, with criteria. Um, you know, I, I had a score. Uh, very simple, very similar to what you would do coming from your HR department. And I tell you, guys loved it, right? Because because it was in gals, you know, organizations loved it, vendors loved it because it gave them uh, a uh, you know a, um, a blueprint or a uh, a score or or where they stood, right? So they understood, you know. And, and think about it: if 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 a vendor wants to be engaged with the customer, they need feedback uh, in order to do so, and so. Um, you know, I came up with a simple form, you know, uh, 10 areas of a criteria and, and, and off and running, I went. And so did, did you have a different form, uh, Douglas, or maybe you do now for different types of vendors? So a plumber would have one, a yard maintenance would have one, a sprinkler system. Uh, do you get down that specific or is it a general one for everybody? It's a general one for everybody. And, and, I, and I did it that way because, you know, we, we were just starting off. It's similar to an employee, right? You have the same, same format. Um, but um, but some, of the, some of the things, you know, quality of service, response time, uh, uh, honest on-site job safety, professionalism of staff, um, level of expertise within the industry, capacity, Dave. Capacity was something that was really important and should always be important. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of our organizations are growing organizations. And, and, and one thing I learned up north, I worked for a, a magnet school district called the Capital Region Education Council. We grew. When I, when I started there in 2005, I had 20 buildings. When I left in 2018, I had 40 buildings. So I doubled my portfolio. And some of the vendors that, that we hired back in 2005 definitely couldn't accommodate the, the size that we were, mm -hmm. you know, years later. Mm -hmm. And so capacity, uh, you know, doesn't, and some, well, doesn't mean, uh, or uh, let's say capability, right? So, so I love those two words, capacity, capability, because they go hand in hand uh, with, 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 with facilities management and maintenance. Um, so someone may struggle, an individual or, or organization vendor may struggle uh, with their capability based upon capacity. And so my vendor review meeting, my annual review spoke about that, you know, uh, vendor ABC, are you able to, you know, handle the the new um, building that we added? Are you able to handle the new five buildings that we can, uh, we we added? So so that was something that I asked in the in the uh, the review meeting was was you know what's the capacity of your organization? Are you growing with us? 
So that would be where they could maybe add more people to support the needs of you from the vendor viewpoint. Exactly. Exactly. And then, and that's the kind of back and forth that should be occurring, you know, with an engaged vendor, right? Is that, that, you know, um, Hey, Hey vendor, we, we want you to be excited because, you know, we're growing and this is a, a growth opportunity for your organization. But you know, but you know what, Dave, I had a couple of vendors back then that said, you know what, you're, you're getting too big for us. And that was my favorite, I guess, memorable um, review meeting is that vendor that said, yep, I think you're too big for, for, for us. Um, and, and, and what a better way to, 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 to keep that professionalism and that relationship, uh, you know, now we are parting ways, but parting ways uh, in a positive uh, conversation rather than a negative conversation because the vendor could no longer meet my needs and began to fail. Okay, so um, you've moved to a new facility here that and I'm sure they already had vendors. Are they liking this? Yeah. Well, so I, so what I did here, because I've only been in this, this particular organization five months, is I had an initial meeting with every vendor, right? So, so when I got here, there was a list of vendors, and um, I don't know any of them. They don't know who I am. <laughs> and so, oh, wait. Um, hey, folks, yeah, wait yeah. a minute. You're getting ready to get a hold of Douglas Henley. You have no idea what you're <laughs> No idea. Yeah, exactly right. Yep. And of course, I'm not going to be like the, pre- the last guy, right? Because everybody's different. Sure, right. Um, That's why you're there. You're not going to exactly replace. Right. Yeah, there's a yep. good reason, right? Exactly. And so, but I appreciated the, the previous fellow because he had a list of vendors that when I walked into this position, I was hired into the position I can now utilize. And so, so of course, I, I, I had the same conversation that I would have had, you know, in my previous positions that um, you are a resource to the Country Club of Orlando. And I appreciate the fact that you specialize in your particular industry and, and we're going to use every bit of your skill set <laughs> to make um, you know, the experience here at the Country Club of Orlando, a good one for our Country Club members. Um, and, and so we will meet frequently, especially because I'm new, um, until we establish, you know, some benchmarks of quality. Um, and, and I think that's a good meeting. I think, I think that that's exactly where a vendor wants to be. They want to be uh, in, a, in a partnership with an engaged director of facilities, um, utilizing their best skill sets, um, and talents to for, for for them to succeed, right? And that, and that was the goal. So, so that's you know, I, I'm thinking here. Do you, is there a list of things that you want to see from this vendor before they they come in? Or I mean, you, uh, I mean, I just have some classes here at the academy, and I'm going out to do uh, a customer to do a test. And I'm sending them the safety data sheets before I get there. Hmm. I like um, that. Is this something that you're looking for, or is this just me going too far? No, I, I think that's outstanding. I, but I, but I think that you know, it really. Here we go. You asked me earlier about does the review form change based upon the industry or service, and it, and it could, right? And so, so you know, if I if I'm going to look for an outsourced janitorial uh, company. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have a scope of services uh, that really, uh, you know, again, strengthens, you know, my best practices. If I'm looking for a plumber, um, that that plumbing organization is going to be different based upon the type of plumbing that we have. So either my building is a is a brand new building or my (laughs) building is a 20 year old building. Right. And so so I'm going to talk to that plumber and I want to make sure or be comfortable that they have the capability of 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 managing an aging building. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the. That's the, the, the engagement. That's the back and forth. That's the 
the the the, the prior information that you want to give the vendor so that he or, or they can make an informed decision about coming on board, working with the organization. So you have two words that you focused on here in your vendor review, but you said there was 10 points, correct? Yep. Correct. Okay. Do we want to just briefly tell everybody what those are? We're going to use your 10 points for... 10 more podcasts. <laughs> um, they could. <laughs> 10 more podcasts. Because you know me. I like, you know. I, yeah, I mean, we I'm, can I'm, get know, into. I, yeah, I mean, you know, these are only 15 minutes long, Douglas. We yeah, can get understood. into a long conversation on each one, right? And, 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 and our managers, we have a manager's meeting here at General Manager kind of uh, teased me last week because I brought something to the meeting and I was all excited about a, a process I wanted to implement. And he says, Douglas, does that really excite you? I said, yes, it does. You know, this is this is my as you know, Dave, I'm a third generation facility guy. You know, my grandfather and father, um, you know, before me. And so, you know, this is this is I eat and sleep this stuff. My wife rolls her eyes when I start talking about FM. But um, I can quickly in the last few minutes go just just name them the criteria because I think it'd be good. Yep. Before you do, what's the two main ones that we're talking about today? And let's get started with them. Um, So capacity. Capacity is is, is, is a big deal for me. Right. Um, um, because I want to, I want to know that you can handle, and and that's important across the country based upon the size of your portfolio, right? Can, can the vendor handle your girth, right? It's, you know, you got two buildings or you got 200 buildings, right? Um, but, but, uh, first one, quality of service provided, quality, Mm -hmm. response time, Mm -hmm. capacity, as we talked about, Mm -hmm. I want them to be competitive on their price, right? So that, so that when I need to ask for a quote, I want them to be competitive just because you have a contract with us. Uh, doesn't mean you just, you know, mark your price up um, <laughs> oh, on-site <darn>. job, <laughs> on-site job safety. If we're trying to be safe, I want you to be safe when you come on our, 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 you know, our campus, right. Professionalism, right. That's, that's about their staff who, who you're sending out here. Quality of communication, very critical, mm-hmm. right. Um, quality of correspondence. Right. And so, so I don't want a quotation on a, on a piece of paper. You know, I need something and I want, it has to be legible, right. Cause our accounting department will get upset. They can't read it. Um, level of expertise within the industry. Now, that's something that's important to me because I continually want to grow as a director of facilities and I'm looking for the best practices in everything I do. So why shouldn't the plumber, why shouldn't the HVC technician, why shouldn't an electrician do the same, right, within their industry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lastly, uh, the ability to implement changes to the original scope. So flexibility is critical, right? Because mm-hmm. we start the day off thinking that it's going to be a certain way, the day ends and it's a different way altogether. And so I, I hope uh, that each vendor that I bring into any organization I'm employed by uh, that's a partner understands that they have to be flexible. And so those are the criteria that I have constantly used to score uh, and evaluate vendors that we use. So if you're a vendor out there and you're listening to this podcast on facilities maintenance and you want to do business with Douglas Henry, you're going to get an interview. Uh, Yes. And don't be afraid about that interview. <laughs> and, and, and it's going to be once every six months. And it could be that frequent. That's exactly and, right. And, and he's going to score you. Now, you know what? The interesting thing is here, Douglas never said he told the vendor what the score was. No, no. I would, so, I would you know, folks, I'm, 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 kind, I'm kind of curious yourself. I didn't hear about this. I didn't know about it. So here you are. Here, here you are. This is the reason you come to a podcast, folks, is to listen to something. You know, it's all about tips and tricks. And, and different things that 
like, like Douglas gets motivated, gets all fired up about, um, <laughs> I'm sure that we can talk a lot longer, Douglas. We always usually do, That's but right. today we're going to keep it to short and sweet. Um, let's give the audience a little bit of a passing word here before we finish up today. Um, I would say that you control what you can control and you manage what you can't control. Douglas, there's two questions I ask every guest. Um, man, people haven't heard you. It's been a long time since I had you on one of my podcasts. So I'm going to review this again. Where were you born? Stanford, Connecticut. And what is on your personal bucket list for 22 uh let's see i think i want to add operation to my model train layout i want to be able to take a freight train down the layout and drop off a couple of box cars to businesses my layout is just begun and and if i can start switching into an industry or a building i'm going to have a whole lot of fun with that layout Model trains. Now, That's folks, right. did you did you ever think that Douglas Henry Henley would be talking about model trains? See, that's why we ask questions and we learn. Thank you for being on our podcast today, Douglas. We enjoyed our time to get today. We will have you back again. And folks, if you liked what Douglas talked about, want to hear more, please like and share what we do on this podcast. We'll have all the links in the show notes. Whatever you do between now and the next time that you talk with us or hear from us, make sure that that journey between where you're born and where you want to go is healthy, positive, and proactive. Douglas, thanks for your time. Thanks for your time, Dave. Look forward to the next time. Bye-bye now.